Welcome to uh, the latest in the 10 series, Tech Culture. I'm here with, Ble- I'm sorry, Blake Hogavine. And I'm Shauna Dorsey with the Nebraska Tech Collaborative powered by Xarman. Eventually I'll get this right. I'll know who I am. I'll know who you are. Um, but anyway, thanks for being here with us. My pleasure. <laughs> I have no doubt, Shauna. <laughs> so tell us a bit about uh, Mindset and Better Culture and you and the tenants. And Yeah. Well, mindset and Better Culture, we're, we're in the work of helping companies develop their people and help build a better workplace culture. So we work with organizations that really value workplace culture and they want to be better. Oftentimes that's a company that has a good culture and they want to be great or they have a great culture. They want to be phenomenal. And our job is to develop their leaders. And with our 20 tenants product, our focus is also on developing every employee. So both leaders and every employee are really focused on what can we do to build and protect a great work culture that becomes an asset for the business. Wonderful. And I didn't mention this on the last episode, but um, one of the things that is important to the NTC is we're building up Nebraska as a great place to work um, for tech, the tech workforce and also for entrepreneurs is that we believe that attracting and, sorry, developing talent is extremely important. So attraction is only one piece of it. Retention and development are key. And that having a better culture within our companies is critical and that individuals are accountable for that culture as well. It's not up to the company. I mean, it is, it's all, it's all of our yes. jobs, but definitely up to the individual. So uh, we're on the third of 20 tenants today. Yes. And the third is? Assume positive intent. Okay. Tell us more. Yep. So I, I just want to step back really yeah. quickly to, to remind the audience or, or tell you what this 20 tenants product is. If this is the first Perfect. episode you've heard, mm-hmm. um, we really started focusing on this 20 tenants product because we found a, a big opportunity for companies to activate every employee to help them build a better culture. In most organizations, you might have a top HR person, maybe the CEO, somebody, maybe, maybe a lot of managers are trying to create a good work environment. We realized an opportunity to show every employee, regardless of whether you have any positional power, what could you do to build a better workplace culture? Um, I think there's an analogy to a sports team you hear a lot of, of athletic organizations say, we want to have a great culture. It helps us win on the field. Mm-hmm. And you might hear a coach say, yeah, she's not very talented on the field, but she's the glue of the locker room. And that translates to a better culture and it helps us win. Mm. So I think the same can be said for company culture. If you have employees that know what to do, they can make a big difference in having a better culture. So we created this product to identify 20 attitudes and behaviors mm-hmm that every person can embrace. And if they do, they'll be more successful as a person. Their teams will be more cohesive, higher performing, and the company gets to have a better culture. And it's all powered by software to make it simple and easy to distribute it. I love it. And I know you mentioned this episode zero, but I have to mention it again because it's so awesome. But you use the Nebraska prototype grant um, or the prototype grant through the state of Nebraska to build this, which is awesome. So there are resources out there to help entrepreneurs build products to help others so absolutely yeah, yeah we, we're a perfect example without that grant we wouldn't have our product and and we wouldn't be the tech company that we are today yeah. so I'm a I'm very appreciative and a f- huge fan of that program awesome okay so let's talk about assume positive intent yes okay. you know this is this is a notion that I guarantee if you have I'll be safe. If you have more than 20 employees, I guarantee you every employee is not 
consistently, assuming positive intent. And the truth is probably at least 25%, if not 50%, mm-hmm. don't even know what that means and they don't know that they should. Mm-hmm. So one of our goals with this product is to introduce a common vision and language for companies to build and protect culture. So some of your employees may have never had a good mentor or coach that let them know this is what it means to assume positive intent. And what it means is when somebody does something that irritates you, that that maybe makes your life worse, give them the benefit of the doubt. Assume positive intent that they didn't wake up in the morning to make Shauna's life miserable. No, that was just <laughs> accidental. They, they did, mm-hmm. but... Assume positive intent. Don't get angry. Don't get mad. Believe their intent was positive. Mm-hmm. And that helps you maintain relationships, limits all of the negative, toxic environment mm-hmm. that you have in business. But it's tough. So easy to say and tough to do mm-hmm. when somebody does something that you're not really pleased with. That's true. That's true. Yes. Okay. So where do you want to take this conversation? Because I'm sure both of us have examples of when we did not and when we have. And, you know, obviously there's a um, a difference in the outcomes. Yeah. And how, how you approach it. So, you know, just a, a, a story <laughs> for me. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one that, that um, one of one of our clients that we worked with for a long time, we had the chance to, to go in and just have conversations with leaders to continue to continually grow them. And this is one of their core values. And the, the owner, who's also the CEO of the company, said something along the lines of, I feel like I can almost trace back nearly every conflict that we have between employees that ends up taking quite a bit of time and does damage to their relationship. Usually the origin is one of them, if not both of them, were not assuming positive intent at the beginning of the conflict. Right. And I, I just thought that was such a clear statement at the time of how valuable this is mm-hmm. and how sizable the impact can be. I mean, again, this was the owner and CEO talking about when I have two frontline employees that don't assume positive intent, that can really harm the work environment. And it does get mm-hmm. to my level. I can feel it. I see it. It takes my time, takes the resources of the company. That's why we really want to teach and mentor our people Yes. to do this well. That is very interesting. So um, an example, if you will, of assuming positive intent. So let's say someone does something that, like you said, is irritating or annoying. Could be to ask a question. Yeah. Like, uh, help me understand. I don't actually, that seems a little bit aggressive somehow. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. a question that's more just trying to, seeking to understand versus just jumping to why why this, why that, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. You're You're a manager, and you're trying to roll out a new plan, get the IT team to, IT team to move in a direction, and you've cast your vision, mm-hmm. and somebody on the team raises their hand and asks you a question that kind of undermines the direction that you're trying to get the team to go. Mm-hmm. In that moment, you have a choice. You have a choice to get angry, frustrated, and possibly say something that isn't very kind to that colleague. Right. Or you can assume positive intent Mm -hmm. and think, huh, maybe their motive is actually trying to help us get to the best destination. Yes. And maybe they genuinely have that question. They're not trying to make my life worse. At least that wasn't their intent when they got up. They have. That question isn't helpful. 
Now, two other people have the same doubt. Mm-hmm. We're going this way. But I think that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of you have a choice. Right. Are you wise enough to give the benefit of the doubt, assume positive intent, ideally maybe have that conversation mm-hmm. one-on-one with that person? Yeah. So what would your next statement be in that scenario? So um, manager's presenting an idea. Um, oops, associate is like not really feeling it. It's not landing with them. Yeah. And they express it in a group setting. What would be the na- manager's next move? You know, the this is this is good fortune. Um, a lot of these tenants overlap. Mm-hmm. And tenant number four, we call friendly friction. Yep. And the goal with friendly friction is to allow ideas to collide, mm-hmm. people to collaborate. We should be able to be candid. We should be able to disagree. And it should stay at an intellectual level. Yes. I'm not attacking you personally. Mm-hmm. Why are we going this direction? Have you thought of this? You can either take that as a personal insult or... No, that's intellectual. Yep. And within the best organizations, they like intellectual conflict. Mm-hmm. And they don't tolerate a manager personalizing it. Yes. I want people questioning. Right. Because that's how we get to the best answers. But exactly. unless you prioritize that, mm-hmm. you don't get it. You know, the thing we hate to see is apathy. We'll yep. take conflict. We'll take disagreement. I don't like to see apathy where, eh, whatever, I don't care. Exactly. And if you are one who shuts down questions or gets threatened by it, then you start to see disengagement, which leads to apathy. Culture is worse and the whole thing. It just, everything affects the other. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So again, with assuming positive intent, we set that expectation. Hopefully, personally, we're, we work on it. Yep. And then we can also, hopefully, if we have good relationships, coach each, each other to help everyone live up to that high bar. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Another great conversation. Hey, thank you, Shauna. <laughs> Love being here. So good.